0: Oh, I like this song. right like, a good
1: choice. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the AfterBuzz TV Rookie Blue After Show Season 5, Episode 6, Two Truths and a Lie. I am your host, Tiana Hobson, and I have two lovely co-hosts joining me tonight, who I will let introduce themselves. I'm Yvonne Masonette.
2: And what's up, guys? I'm Ursa Serafini.
1: And special alert for everyone... We are all wearing blue tonight. Yes. I remember to wear blue. Yvonne did, I- and of course Marissa is always in blue. So Marissa, my birthday gift to you <laughs> is, is blue. wearing blue. Thank you,
2: T. That's the you- nicest
1: gift ever. I know. I swear. Guys, Marissa's birthday is tomorrow, Friday, July. Happy 18th, uh, Make sure you wish her a happy birthday because she works hard and she deserves it. Uh, did I
2: make you blush? I'm blushing. She's no. blushing. Yes! She's
3: that was blushing. my plan. And she's blushing in blue.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm now. I'm blue and red. <laughs> blue and red. Um. All right, well,
1: tonight's episode was another exciting Rookie Blue. We got our not-so-rookie-rookie-working cases, and it picks up right where it left off last week with the Gowdy case. Um, We found Brian Gowdy Gowdy, Gowdy. Gowdy in um, the trunk of his car, beaten up and dead. Um, So now we're picking up right there, and we know that he's the victim, that he had taken... Um, someone out for a test drive in his car. It was an XJ8. I don't know what that means. It's a fancy
3: car.
2: Yeah. It's a fancy
3: car. A nice one.
1: Um, and then he was last seen at an ATM taking out money because remember last week he had been taking out his daily maximum for weeks now and he was about to move to Costa Rica but um, no one really knew why. Turns out his brother who reported him though his twin brother They left that little detail out last week, so he comes walking into the (laughs) into the offices, and we're like, "Wait, isn't that the victim? He's alive. He looks exactly like the guy that's pinned on the board." And you know me because you know how other other races are always like, "Man, all white people look (laughs) alike. All black people look alike." It's like I was like, "Wait, is it? Am I tripping, or do they actually look alike? Do they?"
3: (laughs) There was that moment, right? There was when he that walked moment. In, Like, wait, is that him?
1: Yeah, I was like, wait, happening? look on the board, look at him. Okay, yes, same <laughs> guy. Um, so this then, you know, we know that um, his brother, we find out, what did we find out? Sorry, my notes are all over the place well, right now. Yeah. We find out first that his brother was the former owner of the car and they put a search out for, um, guys who were in sedans because they had that doctor who had, also has an XJX that was for, that was for And that's sale. how they came across Sean. Yeah, that's how they came across Sean. Okay. Yeah. I'm picking up on my notes yes. now, guys. Sorry. They're all <laughs> over the place. That's how they came
3: across Sean, right? Yes. And he is the one that they, they were, it was like five, 11 guys when they ran the plates that were similar. There were 11
1: white guys, right? They, yeah. And they narrowed it down based of, off of the description yeah. that, um, the, other owner of the XJ eight gave on based on who he test drove with. F- they met at the same right. gas station and everything. So Sean Harrison matches the description. Um they go over there, um Gail and Nick yes. go over to his house. He has just woken up it's like the middle of the day. What what yeah, and you're a contractor, a little... so it's not like You'd be up, you're right? working nights or <laughs> right. something. You know you should be up. So you should be up. Um, he lets the cops come inside. They want to take him and just ask him some questions.
2: And he's like, well, I mean, can I get dressed first? Um, they can go to the precinct. and What What did you think of Sean, actually? I found when they first saw him at his house, he was very creepy and shady. He a little
3: weird. Like, yeah. definitely. At first, you kind of like, I mean, as the show progressed, I feel like we can kind of tell something's up. But in the
1: beginning, it was just
3: In the beginning,
1: weird. I just thought, why is this? guy asleep in the middle of the day. He's looking for his wife. And I'm like, is she a nurse? And so she was working nights or something. And I was like, maybe he got in late because of work. But then you find out he's a contractor. I'm like, most contracting jobs are over with pretty early. So I just didn't understand where he was coming from.
3: But I thought he was sincere at first before, you know, at first, because when he was like, I thought he was just protecting Larry, the basement guy. Yeah. You know? So, in the beginning, I kind of was like, oh, he's just protecting him. So, that kind of came later when it was like, oh. Yeah, because...
2: But, uh, yeah, and also, it established the fact that Sean didn't really care too much about his wife and his her whereabouts, too. So, it kind of showed that, yeah, he, he's not really fully paying attention to everything. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of aloof in a way. This is true. Um, but we know that
1: um, as he's being questioned by Andy and Sam, you know he's not giving them anything. He's like, it wasn't me. Like, but he never brought up, he never brought up Larry. His wife shows up and brings up Larry. Like, Oh, well, you know that a guy who just got out of jail is living in our basement. Right. We're like, Like, wait a minute. What's why is he protecting him? And apparently they went, they were, um, in foster care system together. So they're kind of like blood brothers where, you know, Larry and Sean always takes care of Larry every time he screws up and he comes back out he stays with them and his wife has no idea really like what he's capable of but you can tell that she didn't want him staying there but you know, she she's couldn't not say loving no loving larry
3: yeah it's one of those situations you know he's in the basement she's not feeling him but you know brother of, sort of brother of yeah well, you her. gotta
2: look out for your own too yeah and uh, if they don't have a place to go yeah you're gonna be yeah. hospitable
1: yeah, of course. We'd all do that, I guess.
2: I guess we all have that one person. Yeah. Like,
1: I mean, if Marissa got out of jail and needed somewhere to stay... You'd, you'd house her. You'd vouch for her. i like, would like, go I'd your basement, for her right? Yeah. Aw, thank you, too. Yeah, You're you sweet. could stay in my
2: basement. <laughs> That'd be nice of you. Yeah. I think you would do that. Well, it's that. better than the streets. Yeah. So, I will give it that. You, yeah, you exactly. might even cover for her, so... <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: once we know about Larry, um, Larry Chisholm, then everyone's trying to find Larry. Larry is missing. The sedan is missing. Um, no one knows where he is. He did show up to his parole meeting. So when he's, when they said he showed up to that, that's when I started thinking, maybe Larry's not as guilty because unless he's just really smart and he shows up at his parole meeting, like, all right. And that's what Gail said, right? Gail was
3: like, he's showing up. So then no one's going to question that he's missing for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it gives him a two
1: week head start to get out of town. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is smart. But at the same time, I'm thinking, who. What guilty person thinks I got to go to my parole? Yeah, I got to make it. Yeah, I got to go to my I parole I guess to try meeting. to not
3: get busted, I guess.
1: Maybe, but yeah. most, most criminals ain't that smart. <laughs> not sto- strategic. Um, they did like some tracking of his cell phones and stuff, and they found out that he had sent two text messages, or was it phone calls?
3: He was calling the these illegal, I- illegal cell, cell phones, phones inside of the, in the Milburn
1: Penitentiary, where yes. he had just... Like six different phone numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. Where or he'd three. just been released from. Which, I mean, I watch a lot of Orange is the New Black, I know. so I know I everything like, about <laughs> jail. I know, I'm feeling like I'm um, also, too. Like, and wait a this must be a real laid back prison for them to be getting some illegal cell phones. Yeah, like that well, many. phone
2: calls into the prison, not outbound. It's yeah, you're outbound right. Because yeah. in- so usually can just to a cell phone. phone. Yeah.
3: You, they can call you. Even when you've got your illegal cell phone, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Because we all know now because we watch Orange we, is we the I, Black. We watch Orange is the New Black. We can tell you about prison. <laughs> we can tell you everything. <laughs> what the colors mean, how to, <laughs> like, how to own a kitchen. Anyway, that's <laughs> off subject.
3: <laughs>
1: um, um, okay,
3: so the, the cell phones, yeah. they were calling um, – the cell phones and then so then oh sam and andy Mm -hmm. go to the sam okay they're in the office and they're like okay we're gonna track these cell phone numbers sam they're in the office and um, andy's looking at him like he's being weird and she can tell that he doesn't want her to go with him down to the prison but she's like i'm gonna go anyways
0: yeah remember because
3: he was trying to dodge her and she was like hold on a second i got donuts and coffee Mm -hmm.
1: and she made
3: sure she came because she could see something was up that he was hiding something hiding and he
1: was hiding
2: for a good reason
1: for a good reason yeah we're gonna get to that a little bit later though because i want to know everyone's feelings about that whole thing but uh it's at this point too after we Learn that, you know, Andy and Sam are going to go to the prison to question, not his friends, but the guys he associated with in prison, I guess, to see if right. they, may because they're thinking now that maybe he had a debt to pay. Right. So he had to, he owed someone because there's no connection between him and the victim. And so it's trying, trying to, to figure, out figure that out. And then that's when um they find out that Jim Gowdy, the twin brother, was the former owner of owner of the car so maybe he was the intended victim because it switched over four months ago um but that's not actually the case um they're able to track larry down at the bus station and that was really cute that was, was like
3: if, if what did he say um would you believe or if i said i was an olympic <laughs> triathlete would you just not skip the chase and let me arrest you or whatever he said it was really cute. yeah it was really cute because nick is that way
1: yeah that was cute um that doesn't work. Larry tries to run, but boom! Gail's right there. She's right there. She's that was a nice little stops that movie. real quick. And I love Gail. I love Gail because she's she t- she takes she doesn't take crap from anyone, including yeah. like these. Like Larry was a big guy, and she's yeah. a small petite woman, and she wasn't scared at all at of all. him. Like, and he
3: turned right around too, and she's like, turn around. You know, she like, rested him right there. No let's
2: problem. Go. Right, Marissa. That's like Marissa. <laughs> Is it that? <laughs> Thank you. You're Kiana. tall. I mean, you're small but mighty. I like to think so. You're but mighty. No, no, not too much. Um, I th- I love how Gail just added like so much humor tonight. I mean, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she was again it's the surprising comic relief. Yes, that and was nice. The, even she had the line at the beginning, like I don't do boys that anymore. That <laughs> was a good one. She's like, he's
3: gonna frisk you, or he's gonna. Yeah. Like, I don't do boys anymore.
1: And she doesn't. No, she doesn't. But there's a whole lot of doing boys on USA's new show, Satisfaction, that premieres tonight at 10 p.m. And we have a little message for you.
0: Tonight on USA Network. I love my wife. Is love enough to keep a relationship going? What does love really mean? Can I have sex with one person for the rest of my life? This summer's most provocative new series. What if having it all isn't, enough? You know. I just want to feel alive again. I want to feel appreciated. I want to experience more. What else is out there? Why can't I tell him what is I want? Is there something more? What does love really mean? Am I the only mean? one who feels like this? Am I satisfied? Satisfaction, a postmodern love story, premieres tonight at 10, 9 central on USA Network. Well, that
1: sounds very fun. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I mean, really, actually, drama that, we like, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. USA, USA. Yeah, they're Characters brilliant. welcome, man. <laughs> um, back to our case, though. Um, at the prison, Andy and Sam are interviewing these guys, and they talk to some guy named Remy LeGrand, who all he wants to talk about is how um, he's supposed to get Larry's radio. Yeah,
3: when he thought Larry was dead. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yo, can I get his radio? Because he said. He, he, <laughs> he would said, want to
1: have it. Uh, That's very important. It's very important because (laughs) when you're in prison, there's not much to do. So if you have a radio, then you have something to link you to the outside world and to—I don't know. I'm being very dramatic about this, but
3: for him, it (laughs) seemed like it was very important. But anyway, yeah,
1: they also talked to his um, supervisor at the call center, who said nothing but good things about Larry. How he was a hard worker. Most guys just kind of check out. And take no for an answer, and you know Larry was actually into it, and he was the really trying to change kind of his thing, life. Yeah. Around. So what we learn about Larry and what is being what Larry's being accused of doesn't exactly match up at this point. Yeah, like were you guys feeling that way too? No, I
3: did because they said he was a changed man, and then they were asking. I'm not sure which guy, the older gentleman. You know, would you believe him if he did it, or or would you say he wouldn't have done it? And he would say he would kind of on the fence, like he would he would think that he he didn't do it. But if he, I can't remember what he said in the end about if he didn't do it, if Larry didn't do it. But anyways, it seemed like he was reformed and everyone believed that he just wanted to get out of there. He was clean. Did they say he was like by the book now? Maybe. Yeah.
1: Like he just didn't seem yeah. like that person. And after they talk to those guys and they get the call that, you know, Larry's been picked up um, or they found him and located him. Sam's rushing to get out of there. Yeah. And they don't even talk to Larry's sponsor yet. Who Wonder why. Hmm. Andy finds out is actually Sworak's dad yeah. because Jay he tried to Jay, he
3: tried to kind of get out of there. Like, okay, so we're good, let's go. And then the, the security needed. guard came in and he was like, "Oh, you know, so you guys done? Um, sh- we have a few more guys." And then he read off the name. And that's how Andy kind of like, was like, like "Oh, oh was it Joe Swarick or whatever?" Jay. 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 And so that was kind of like, okay. And then they went back into the car. Yeah, and she's like, still I know ready. why you're, mm-hmm. why you're here or not here, why, why you're are you leaving, why well, you're trying to get out of here. Yeah.
2: And you know, she knows that his dad's there and that there are feelings. And I loved how they had a real heart to heart though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we had Andy's dad with his drunk and alcoholism and now we have. Sam's dad with his problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's something up. that really, you know, makes them similar to and have that commonality. And they can talk about it. And, you know, they're both of them. Obviously, that's not something you, like, brag to the world about, like, your parents' problems. But it is something that gets them to talk to each other. Because they're so, they avoid so much and put up so many border, uh so Barriers, many walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially Sam. So especially this was big Sam. for Sam. This was
3: yeah. like he opened up. It took her a little, you know, she had to prod him to a prod little. prod a little bit. But he did.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and they we'll get into through. that whole specific them getting into emotions um, in a little bit, because I want to dedicate a lot of time to that. Because yes. we all have feelings yeah. about Sam having feelings. Yes. Um, But in the meantime, Larry gets to the precinct, Um, and Gail and Nick get him in there, and Gail, in this moment, starts telling him like, oh, well, you know, your friend Sean's telling us everything and he's in with the detectives and Larry's freaking out about it. And he breaks the window, which I thought that those windows are supposed to be like bulletproof. because can, it's like, a car. That window. And I mean, not to say that he did it easily, but he, after a couple knocks, it was like it, three, yeah, the whole door looked like it was about to yeah. fall off. And then he breaks the glass and stabs himself in the neck. I was just unexpected. And like But he a,
3: seemed very upset when she was like, oh, Sean told us. He's, he was like, no, he didn't. Like, he yeah. knew. He's like, he couldn't have told you. And they're like, oh, he's in with the detectives. And you could see he was very upset because I think he felt like he would never betray him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. Did he really? I mean, he was talking. Sean was. But it was kind Sean of like didn't they, even bring they, up they found out yeah. for through other means. But they told him that, which was kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I guess when it comes to police work, it doesn't matter. But it wasn't fair. So anyways, he gets so upset. upset. He wants to die i guess
1: yeah which is sad because to i don't know this is where being a cop is good and bad because you have to use those tactics to get people to talk yeah but then it was because uh, it it wasn't true and this guy is kind of mentally unstable and you know gail brought it up and then like that drove him to do that and it's just so sad which i'm sorry this is jumping ahead a little bit did anyone ever say if larry lived or
2: died because last we heard he was in critical condition
3: Right, because I, I heard Larry.
2: Larry lived. I heard they. She said he tried to commit. Suicide. He, yeah, tried to yeah. commit suicide. He was. In, in but then a Tracy texted yeah.
1: said critical condition. So I just wasn't sure if they gave us a status after that mm. of like maybe we'll he's find stable. out next week. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Who it's knows. An ongoing. Thing. Okay. Anyway, that was totally <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> um, but in but also what's happening at this point is you know they tell Sean what happened. Sean's like okay, and then they're like okay, we got to go do your final paperwork tracy takes um his wife kelly to go get some coffee from the lounge because that's where the better coffee is mm-hmm. and as they're walking by the boards up there of with pictures of the victim and Gowdy Gaudi, Gaudi, and dead dead and like all that stuff and she sees it and she kind of pauses and tracy's like mm, do you know him and she says no Look Which you familiar. know is a clear lie. You
2: know way she... a lie. Her, her behavior completely, completely changed. She's like, changed. no, and then she had to her go. Her poker face is not that great. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, Chris comes up and is like, hey, like everything
1: okay? And Chase is like, yeah, but I think that she knows more than she's letting on. Um, Andy and Sam go back into the precinct to finally talk to Jay because he was the sponsor. So. Maybe he has some information and he tells them, you know, eventually after a lot of prodding, which we'll get into, that Larry did call him after Gowdy was killed. He said that Sean was pushing him and manipulating him again and he just wanted to get away and that he talked about offing this guy because he saw his wife having an affair. Yeah, Mm -hmm. going to a motel with Gowdy and, um that he was going to kill him and he had Sean test driving every car that was out there to kind of get to, to get to this specific mm -hmm. car because he knew it was for sale because of the tracking device in the front window that he saw. And, um, so Larry was kind of being pushed into this whole thing and manipulated. Yeah. And one thing that he, that Jay also says is that Larry was like the nicest guy ever, but he had like the mental stability. I forget what exactly he said, but yeah, it wasn't, Good, and he, he was easily manipulated, and especially someone like Sean, who he's known his whole life, like, clearly that's, he's going to do what he wants.
3: He was probably the the guy who controlled everything always, Sean yeah. was, and then Larry did what he wanted him to, and so it came down to this, and now he's being manipulated into doing Think whatever Sean do. said, maybe he didn't want to, but he didn't have the wherewithal to say no, or
1: whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, and so he tried to get away from it, and... That didn't work and he just wanted to change around his life. So that's really sad. Yeah. But now that we know that Kelly was having an affair
0: changes the whole everything. situation. Yeah. And
1: we know that Sean is the one who killed Gowdy. Now we're like, okay, let's get over there real quick because they just left together. We got to save this chick. Yes. Well, Tracy, Nick, Gail and Chris show up at the house. They enter the, the house because the door is just unlocked. Happens to be unlocked. It's Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> they <don't look> <laughs> Everyone's friendly. It's it's cool. um They come in, they're talking, they're like, hey, Sean, where are you? We're in the house. Turn the corner. Kelly's sitting over Sean's dead body with a cleaning, with her gloves on, with her gloves on, kitchen gloves, scrubbing the blood out of the carpet.
2: And it shows that like she's she wasn't mentally all there. Like something she was obviously hysterical and Mm -hmm. shocked, but it also seemed on some level that like mentally she wasn't stable. Yeah, and
3: she may not have been so innocent. I mean, she wasn't innocent, but in this whole the way it was all orchestrated, I'm wondering.
2: And the fact, yeah, and sorry, and, and the fact that we didn't actually even see the killing that. Yeah. Uh, it, it had already happened. So what happened beforehand? And I mean, did he even punch She her was she beaten herself. up, but yeah, who she, knows? She did she say might have that they... The I mean, she was in such a sh- state of shock,
1: but she did say that they got in the car and he started hitting her and she just kind of curled and took it and they got home and he was really, like, yelling at her the a knife lot and right she was like, there. all I could see was the knife and she kind of breaks down. I was like, oh my God, what did I And it what felt did do? like... She said
3: it felt like... Was it... What's the boyfriend um that the one who died Gowdy? it felt like brian. Gowdy hit brian she's like the knife was just there and it felt like brian had put it there for yeah. me
1: because that's the other thing she kept saying that you know she thought that she missed a part of the plan for because brian yeah. and her were running away to costa rico together um to be together to get her away up. from her crazy husband and i'm not gonna lie in this in this scenario in this thing i wasn't mad that she killed her husband I well, was gone. like, you know yeah, what? He beat that her was like, down. Go, I mean, yeah. It um, looks
3: like he beat her down, but did he beat her down? But yeah, this was a scenario. Of I believe
1: her whole situation because I think that if she was trying to get away from him, there was a reason for it. And if he was able to let Larry take the fall for him and like manipulate Larry to do things in the past, I think that Sean. I think a lot of Larry's prison time was actually Larry taking the fall for Sean. It might have been. Yeah, good yeah. chances it was.
2: I'm glad that she didn't get charged with as much as she could have. That yeah. I mean, they kind of were Ooh. lenient with her. And she got what second degree murder instead of yeah, first? Yeah, right. They said that
1: it wasn't premeditated. Yeah, they will probably argue self defense. And then which... she, I mean,
3: if you'd kill someone, you probably would lose it and start cleaning. She covered him neatly. She was just trying to tie yeah, did clean like because she covered. was just freaked out. She didn't want to give did them
1: didn't... the knife because she's like, Oh, it's disgusting. Let them. me clean it for you. I'm like, Girl, they want <laughs> it messy. It's evidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, so at least we know how that wrapped up. Of course, we still don't know if Larry is dead or alive currently. But for the most part, He's, I mean, he just, he yeah. could be alive still and Kelly will be in jail That and her lover is dead. Yes. But that sucks. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about Sam and Andy now yes. because this is what I really wanted to get into. What did we think of Sam? We finally meet Sam's dad, okay? So on their car ride going to the prison, Andy's trying to get Sam to open up. She's like, hey, let's play two truths and a lie. We used to play it on car rides all the time, me and my dad, and, like, we really connected that way. And Sam's just being sourpuss Sam (laughs) that he always is. Yes, I don't want to play a game. I don't want to play a game. Why do we have to talk? Why do we have to open up? Why do we have to have feelings? (laughs) I'm a
2: man. Well, it's so hard. I mean, I think I said it last week that that relationship would be exhausting. To be, you know, the person who always has to try to open someone else up and not having it's more that one way kind of And it is exhausting. Relationship, and you know, it should be a mutual. It should be a compromise. And And like Andy's doing all the work. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm glad that she said
1: it to him. She said, "I'm not doing this again, Sam." Like every time we get good, something comes up where it has to get serious, and you shut down, and then they have that fight about, "Well, you left for six months to go undercover," and she's like, "We weren't even together then," but but my friend just died and it's like going yeah. back it's like all these old wounds and all the fights that they didn't ever have came out in that it moment them. Yeah. yeah and i think it was good for them and it helped them and then he goes inside and he talks to his dad and in front of her and it's just awkward and weird and like how would you feel about your dad talking about his conjugal visits oh i know okay that, that was that was, what was that creepy. so we know
3: that set the tone like okay this guy's a jerk he's not he's not cool because he was talking about he has like, some young chick coming in giving yeah. him visits and conjugal stepmom mom, and very what that inappropriate he's a real
2: creep you can that let us
3: know i think that was set up so that you know the writers did that to let us know yeah. whose side we need to be on yeah you know just in case you were wondering this is it he's a jerk mm-hmm.
1: yeah and so um you know sam finally gets fed up and storms out of there um his dad also brings up to andy um asks if sam ever told her the story of how he ended up in jail that time she's like no we don't hear the story at first but sam storms out of there and andy asks for five minutes alone with him gets the information that they need and when he asks andy um you know what sam has told her about him before she goes this is the first i've ever heard of you that was
3: great he's like so what has he told you about me and I was just it.
1: like, it's the first I've heard. So nothing. So nothing. You're that unimportant to your We don't your talk son. about you. Yeah. We don't talk about you. He doesn't talk about you. Um, but it was really like pretty. It I was mean, really love the <laughs> Like, because I know that I'm a strong, strong Andy and Nick being together and Nick's the yeah. better guy <laughs> for her. Yep. And Swarik is so like sourpuss. But after meeting his dad, he makes so much more sense yeah. to me. And I know that it's a lot of the back, of his backstory that, like, they've told us before, but we've never seen it. So it doesn't really sink into me because, like, we hear his dad was a was a drunk and was, you know, abusive to his mom. And we heard those stories, but we never got to see so anything. So now we can really... So now I really understand. I still think Nick is the better guy. <laughs> but yeah. they can work through their stuff together now.
2: I, I agree. And then also, you know, knowing more about Jay... And how he has affected Sam. Because we see Jay throughout the whole interaction. He was saying all these things to make Sam feel the less of mm-hmm. man. And then I love how Andy finished it off and be like, yes, I know you're patronizing and condescending and whatnot. But he doesn't care about you. And In the end, Sam's winning, not you. Mm -hmm. So you can say all these things to make yourself feel better and sound like the better guy here, but no, you're not. And I
3: love when he told his dad, he was like, you know, when I was younger, I was scared of you. he's like, then I was angry. And he's like, and then I was worried I would be like you. Mm -hmm. And he goes, but now I'm free. And that was really, that was was an important moment for him too.
1: That was a big step for Sam. And I think that we'll start to see a new Sam. And maybe this time the Sam-Andy relationship won't make me so angry because... They're already working at their biggest problem, which was Sam opening up and communicating. Because when Andy got mad at him in the car and was like, I've told you everything about my life and I know nothing about yours. And she's like, I just want to, I just want to know you. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel your pain, like, this I feel like... True, because the
2: audience, <laughs> ourselves, we don't really even know mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. So it's great that they actually showed us, you know, because sometimes you do have to face your past and all your fears and stuff, and then face it, realize it, get over it, and resolve everything, and, you know, and then move forward. And I think we're at that point. Yeah. So hopefully it works out better for them. Um
1: Their road trip back home, Sam is actually more opened this time around. And he tells Andy the story about how his dad ended up in jail that last time. They wanted to get him for a robbery, right? Like a misdemeanor or something. Um, and he had an alibi and the alibi was that he was watching millionaire with his son because that was the way him and his dad, that's what they did together. They always watch. Um, they both wanted to be millionaires for different reasons. But when the cops came to verify the alibi, Sam's, told him it wasn't true. Which we found out was a lie because it was true. Sam lied about the alibi thing to get his dad put in jail Because his dad was terrorizing yeah, him. Yeah, because his, his dad was terrorizing him. And then while he was in prison, he got in a fight and killed a man and boom, that's 20 years right there. So
3: his dad would have had six months um, at first and then he ended up getting 20, 20 years. years. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because his he wanted his dad away so he lied and... Even for Andy to ask, well, is it true? That was interesting because you would just kind of assume it was true that, you know, no, I wasn't with my dad. He said, well, was it true? Or who's telling the truth? Andy asked him, your dad or you? And he said, my dad. And that was like a zinger, right? Mm.
2: Did that make you guys think any less of Sam? No, not really. Honestly, because now knowing who Jay is and the kind of guy that he is, maybe he did yeah, I mean, he was protecting to, his family. even though he was technically innocent, it was just, you know, justice being served in yeah. a way. But
3: it's like taking justice in your own, I don't think less of him, but that's a little, I mean, he was a kid also, so that's another thing, right? He was a kid, so it's, well, they say kids, but younger. we don't know how younger. old that is, so like, a kid could be 11, 12, like, you kind of know. How young that. was he, yeah. but it's still like, you know, the man ended up going to jail for 20 something years. So, I mean, if he's a bad guy, I guess it is, like you said, justice. Yeah. But he's a, you know, Sam's a cop and that's not necessarily morally. But we don't know what all the things his dad did to him. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it's we, still like I mean, he has a surprise. Yeah.
2: But we do, now having Sam actually admit that he was lying, and the truth is now out there. I mean, so much truth and honesty in this episode. Hello. Yeah. But now Sam, at that point where he is... He does know he was at fault for his father and actually helped probably make his father the way he is. You know, it shows that he really is accepting his past and moving forward. Yeah, and
3: he told his dad uh, – He his dad said, I do not forgive you because he said, I forgive you, dad. He goes, I don't forgive you. And he goes, I'm not sorry. I don't regret it. Like, he did not regret putting his dad in jail. So that tells me that his dad was horrible. It was – you yeah. know, I don't know if it was just drinking. Like, it might have been, a, you know, physical a, abuse and some abuse. other stuff because for him to say, I – I'm, I, my conscience is clear. I'm free and I do not feel bad.
2: Well, that, wasn't there that moment I think they said last <clears> – <throat> last season – where Sam was talking about like his father when he was younger locked him in a shed yeah. um, and and whatnot and abused him in that way. So there we have it. It it's was like probably, his dad wasn't like, guilty His dad was not a good guy. Yeah, he his needed dad to be wasn't in jail. guilty
1: of that crime, but he was guilty of other things that he wasn't getting put and away long enough for, for, yeah. for. And I mean, it's not his it's not Sam's fault that he went and killed a guy while he was in prison. Like, yeah. Sam put him away for six months. And he was yeah. protecting and his mom
3: and his sister. At yeah. the end of the day, he was getting him out of the house,
1: and in the long run, it was only supposed to be six months. Yeah, that's his not dad his that's dad screwed that up on his own without the help of Sam. And so you can't really, yeah, blame oh, Sam for that. It. But do you guys think this, was, this is the last that we've seen of Jay? Now no. that the truth is out there, mm. Mm. I R mean, has been spoken.
2: It kind of felt like they wrapped that up oh, in a way when, you know, we get Sam saying, I forgive you, making maybe amends in that way or just like trying to move forward. It doesn't seem like we're going to see Jay anymore unless we need more information from, from him the past. Or unless he comes up for parole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or because unless unless Sam's sister comes back into the picture yeah. and then we need a nice we'll little family We'll see him again. Reunion.
3: But that part is like we at least
1: we know now.
3: Yeah. But we might see him again. Because it Not also,
2: I mean. It looks like it. if you
1: look at his dad and you do the math and, like, if Sam was a kid, like, if we're saying 11 or 12, 20 years would put him at, like, 30, 30, 31. Like, Sam's at that age now where it should be time for his dad to start getting out. Yeah, I think that this is a great opening for that scenario of Sam's dad getting out and coming back and maybe trying to ruin Sam's life for. Ruining. Oh his. yeah, because so, you, know, this past, you know this is
3: probably something that's going to come up. Yeah. Because he said I don't feel bad, and he's like I do not forgive you. Yeah, and, he, and he
1: no matter what he did to his son, he's still like I do not forgive you. The door is wide open, and I'm just saying, yeah, he might be coming in to terrorize some stuff. Yeah, but we shall see the the epic. Oh, and then of course Sam and Andy. Once you get Sam opened up, he's just like a can of worms. <laughs> you can't <laughs> shut that guy up, huh? <laughs> Truths all over the place in the bedroom. Him and Andy can little they're having fun. It's playful. It's playful. It was they're playing their truth game. Yeah, they're playing their truth game, which he's really bad at because he always forgets to lie. He just does (laughs) truth, truth, truth. Yeah. But I he's opening was, up now. It's cute, right? He's and he seemed to feel stuff. good.
3: Like when they were playing around in the bed, you could tell it was a relief for him. And he said, "Andy makes me feel alive. Yeah. And it's because she brought it out and he felt relieved. He got
1: it off his chest. And he just, I don't know, he just looked happier. Yeah. You know, he didn't look like he was that dark individual anymore. Like he, he looked to... light and happy. So yeah. hopefully things go well for them. Things are not going well for Tracy right now, no. because Dex is still fighting her for custody of um, Leo, and he didn't show up for their mediation, which is, looks good for Tracy because you know this guy is the one who's saying he's the better fit to. But where is he? It, but where where are you when it matters? Um, turns out that he got into a bar fight the night before, and he's at the hospital, so he calls Tracy to come pick him up from the hospital. Tracy can't go, but Steve Peck is right there. And remember, we're suspicious of him because he made that call to his friend yes. to dig he's up some to... dirt. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was going to, he offers to go pick, um, Dex up from the hospital. I was like, he's going to pick him up, but like Leah our Dex is never going to be found again. <laughs> like <laughs> it's one of those kinds of all. like his body's going to end up in a river at the bottom yeah. of it. Like it, that's all she wrote on that. Yeah. Like, and-
2: And isn't uh, Steve doing undercover research on Dex too? Yeah,
3: he's up to something. We don't know what. Or, or hopefully, he's not like bad and going to set him up because that's what I was thinking. That phone call that he made—I don't know if his last episode or the one before—it was like a little suspect. suspect. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like, you know, I'm just doing my job. It was kind of like he's a shady, you know, so he's think there to was no good type.
2: Yeah, I think there thing. was an ulterior motive. Be like, you know what? I'll, I'll go pick him up. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go check him out. He
3: might have even had something to do with the bar fight. How do you know he didn't send that guy to whoop Ooh. some decks, ah. you know?
2: Yeah, well, according to Dex,
1: it was the guy who wanted his wallet. Yeah, so that could have been I mean,
3: Steve setting yeah. that whole thing up setting just to, you know, because it happened to fall. On the day he's supposed to go to mediation, Ooh, I didn't even think yeah. of that.
1: Orchestrating some
3: stuff over there for
1: Tracy, yeah, making Tracy Steve's look bad like enough to pull that, out. yeah, she and then definitely that's, that's ultimately
3: not going to be very attractive.
1: But what I was yeah, really her, mad right? about yeah. with Dex was that we get there and he doesn't want to leave with Steve. He's like, "Oh, I'll just call my brother. I'm um, excuse you." You and Tracy are not together anymore. You should have called your brother from yeah, the start.
3: Don't. He's he's yeah, he's not having it. He doesn't want him in the picture. Yeah. He wants him out of the picture. He wants him
1: gone. I was just like, Yeah, this Dex, is kind of really like that's pathetic, first of all, because oh, I'm gonna call my ex who I was supposed to meet at mediation today, to come get me from it's the still, hospital. He's still
3: attached. You know, they were in, in the end, I mean Yeah
1: they have that conversation. Yeah. And
3: it's kind of sweet because they, they did, that's who he would always call. So Mm -hmm. no matter what happens, they're divorced now or we're we're separating, whatever, but there, that's who he still is calling. because That's who he always called.
1: And I think it's nice. You know, he came into the work and Tracy kind of calms him down and it's like, Hey, look, why are we fighting? Like, regardless of what we've been through in the past, we're not together anymore, but we have a beautiful son who we both love. So instead of fighting each other, let's work together to get, you know, his life on track and focus and on him. we share memories. We have the memories. And I thought that was so sweet, but you saw them up there smiling and being happy, and you see Steve Peck <sighs> this over, is like, be... outside looking in, like... Because there was a little
3: moment, because she was like, you know, we share these memories, and what if I forget? She's like, then you remind me. Like, don't go die on me. Because she was worried when yeah. she's like, I was happy you didn't show up for mediation, but I was so worried. So there, there's a little softness there, like you see her softening for a moment towards him, right? Well, yeah. they
2: are family too. I mean, yeah. it's it's in in the end, it's for Leo. Yeah, not for, mm-hmm. them. She it's for Leo. She wants
1: her son to have his dad. Yeah, um, and then we have Chloe and Nick or sorry Chloe and Dove who are working together Chloe's still stuck to, at the desk but they're pushing papers um and they get she's in she's
2: getting cabin fever yeah yes. she's getting cabin Poor fever girl. I know what
1: that is like. um Dove brings up West and they just ha- they haven't talked about the whole West thing and Chloe's angry about you know being shot West leaving that blood clot in her neck and you know Dove not fighting for her and Dove's like no calm down pump the brakes on that one like He was your husband. I had no... I tried to get in the room. a good guy. He wouldn't let me in there. And so they finally get to talk out their problems. And so... It was cute. It was was mellow, too. It wasn't too intense. Yeah, because we know Chloe can get really intense sometimes. So luckily it wasn't anything too intense. And then our comedic relief for the night was Nick and Gail. Because Gail wants (laughs) to sign Nick up for online dating. Which is hilarious because... Everyone wants to sign everyone up for online dating these days. So she's in the squad car trying to take pictures (laughs) of him (laughs) and they're just not showing up that great at all but um you know but it was really nice to see those two playing nice with each other cute um because it had been so bad between them for so long and she's like hey i i know you better than anyone i know that you know this is the way you sleep and this is what you do and they kind of have that knowledge of each other so it was really nice to see that their friendship is still there
3: yeah they're playing playing, being playful together and having a good time yeah it was cute
1: it was very cute um let's I think that about wraps up our episode, but do we have some news and gossip?
0: Yes. TV News.
3: Okay, so um, Missy shares on a CBC interview, she shares um, a story about her first kiss, and it's kind of cute because she talks about how she went on the ride home. She was so scared to have her first kiss that she would fall pretend to fall asleep in the car and be like asleep so that when she would get there, she'd be like, Oh, I'm so tired and run away. And so she would do this a bunch of times. That's hysterical. And then she'd pretend to be sick, and then she said one day um the guy got tired of it and she was falling asleep, and then she got out of the car, and she said he literally jumped out of the car before it was even in park and slammed her against the car. <laughs> she finally had, that's how she had her first kiss. Oh. Yeah. It was kind of cute. It's you know, it was like cute quickly movie hot
1: moment yeah slammed against a car and you can kind of
3: see her and she said it was less than desirable by the way that kiss (laughs) it sounds good like who doesn't want to be slammed against the car and kiss but the car was probably rolling because they didn't put it in park and so it wasn't so good but it's kind of cute because you can see her doing that you can see like you know her (laughs) sleeping and drooling and all that so that that was cute
2: that that's fine. Yeah. Huh? Um I I have a nice interview pulled up here. Sorry for everyone who's listening. I am Engineering <laughs> tonight. Um, according to nstars.com, they said the network for I mean Ricky Blue is obviously it, it airs in Canada before USA, but it, it seems like it's doing better in Canada than the US airings. And the network it says ABC Entertainment President Paulie implied that the network is gearing up to end on the, end the series on the network, which is surprising oh. because, Wait. like in Canada and the USA, or just the USA, it we don't know yet. Just ending, it's planning on mm-hmm. ending the series. I mean, all good things have to you know finish at um, yeah, some point, but. right? But it's the thing is they're saying that, which is very surprising because it's doing it has great numbers and it follows up after Big Brother, I believe, in the number two spot. So it's not like they're you know, right. suffering on that end, but it's doing well in Canada, but not as well in U.S. Mm-hmm. Which you know, you they still need the U.S. numbers to you know, um, you know, make decisions if they're going to keep the show going or not. But it is Lee said later. I'm um, sorry. Uh, Lee says, we love Rookie Blue. We'd like to do more. It's really up to the production company whether they can. Oh, interesting. So
1: here's the plan. Everyone who's watching, listening, or whatever you're doing, go find a friend who does not watch Rookie Blue and make them watch it with you. Every Thursday night, make them watch it. Let's get these ratings up so we get our show to stay on air. Yeah, and he says,
2: he continues, We love Ricky Blue and are thrilled with his performance every season. We are in talks for more, but no final decision has been made about the future episodes beyond the 22 that are already ordered for season 5. So, we don't know the fate yet. But I sure hope that's not true, that they're hope, finishing on the yeah. season. There's so much more to tell. There's so much they're more. There's still rookies. We just,
3: I mean, the dad. We just met Jay. I know, <laughs> exactly. we got a lot more to go.
1: Well, hopefully that does not come true. Yeah. So It's a great show. Yeah. Is that? That is all. Okay, so leading into our predictions.
0: And now, you're After Buzz TV predictions.
1: My first prediction is that the show will be back for a sixth season <laughs> yes. after season five. Yay! I won. Love that. (laughs) Um, It's off next week, so we have a week break, and we're back July thirty first. It looks like Andy, that whole rookie, the whole report on her, is coming into play when we get back. What are your y'all's thoughts on this? Well, well, I not go for it.
3: Well, I want to just even this episode. I was like, I want to know about Chris. Yeah, I'm. I was hard to skip a. Yeah, without, really you know, didn't see him tonight. Yeah, I want that. I'm, I'm dying to find out. So I don't know if I have a specific prediction, but I want to know more about Chris.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to talk about Andy's case that's going on because people are now going to find out that she left very certain details out of reports that's going to bite her. Um, however, I don't think she's going to get suspended I don't think but she'll lose. Because her she's already been suspended already. I'm not I'm not sure of the protocol of how many times you can get suspended. But uh however, I do because I wanna think positive I do think she's gonna beat this case and she's gonna win because Duncan still doesn't have a strong case in yeah. my opinion. Unless
3: there's a twist, which I yeah. as far as predictions go, I will say with Duncan, I still feel like there's a twist, a big one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Duncan, I don't know there's what his something case is really against andy like what specifics he's told people like i i'm interested to hear his side of the story because even in his side of the story like regardless of her leaving things out she still repeatedly had to tell duncan specifically like what to do how to do it for longer than it should have taken and yeah i don't know what's gonna happen with her trial but i know that the The previews always try to trick me. I'm not going to fall for that this
2: time. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I mean, she, Andy cannot be taken down by Duncan. No. no.
3: And her, it's the error of omission. She yeah. did not lie, actually, didn't she? She just didn't tell everything, right? Like, she lied because she, she didn't include everything. She was protecting him, but did she lie or just not but I think say everything? I
2: think she did say that she made things sound better than they were. Worms so she lying. might have, like, twisted things around. She might have used fancy words to make things sound better. Yeah to, yeah, to
3: help him out. I mean, I guess that's wrong, just as wrong as lying yeah. to hurt someone, I guess.
1: Well, guys, let us know what you think. Um, We won't be back next week because the show's off, but make sure you tweet and all that stuff
2: at us. Where can they find you on social media?
3: Um, I'm at Twitter at Yvonne Masonette.
2: And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Serafini TV. And I'm at both of those things at the Tiana Hobson. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in
1: tonight, and we will see you on July 31st. Bye.